You are now rocking with the queen and it's time to get real. Welcome to another episode of 30 Flirty and Thriving. I am here today with Nurse Charms. Nurse Charms, go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. Hey, Amber, thanks for having me. I'm very honored to be your guest. I am Nurse Charms. Um, I go by Nurse Charms. My name's Charmaine Bond, but I go by Nurse Charms. So. Um, I have been a registered nurse for a very long time. <laughs> if, I, if I tell my age, if I tell how long, then you guys are going to know my age. But yeah, I've been, I've had several positions from uh, leadership, from bedside positions. I've worked at the hospital for, um, for 15 years. So yeah, I've been doing that a long time. And um, I'm an entrepreneur. That's the main thing I'm doing right now. I also went for my massage therapist license. I did that back, I, I completed that back in 2013. So um, so yeah, so I'm a registered nurse. I'm an entrepreneur. I also do the same thing as you. You know, um, I'm a radio host and, um, you know, a, a inter- I don't do a podcast. I, I do more so, you know, um, internet, Facebook Live and YouTube broadcast. So I also do that. Um, I'm a mentor, a business leader, just so many different things, but you know, I love it. <laughs> awesome. So you, you do a lot. I love that you're an entrepreneur. I love that you've taken your nursing degree and then gone on to become a massage therapist, which obviously is still all about health and wellness and keeping people nice and healthy and all of that. Um, and then, you know, pursuing your business endeavors and getting people to talk like you have been doing, has it been every single day that you've been hosting these Facebook live conversations? Yeah, pretty much. I'm up to like my 24th episode. Yep. That is commitment. <laughs> that, that is dedication. All during the quarantine, you know, I had to find something to do. My business was mandated to close, you know, massage um, was ordered to close back March 15th, I think it was. So yeah, we haven't been open. We're still not open. And I'm not going to be out here illegally doing massages. You know, I want to open when it's safe and, you know, I can create a safe environment for, um, you know, my, my clients. Cause I mean, how would that look? You know, I, I already have the long, t- long time nursing background and what do I look like out here, you know? doing massages you know and we're in the middle of pandemic so you know i'm just waiting and so i'm like you know what can i do and you know i'm just like well let me just pivot back into nursing and you know just totally focus on you know COVID and different aspects of it you know um entrepreneurs you know finances definitely health so i've just been interviewing so many different people and it's been great you know i've been getting lots of engagement and um, it's been great, you know, it's just inspired me. And, um, you know, it's put more eyes definitely on, you know, what I'm doing and stuff. So I've um, been getting different offers to, you know, different opportunities. So it's just been great. (laughs) Yeah, you've been doing a great job. I mean, you, you. I love your Facebook. Uh, You post a lot of facts about what's going on. There's not a lot of opinionated statements coming from you. They are simply facts the the information 
And it's funny because I'll see people in the comments trying to negate what you're saying or trying to argue or they can't. Like you're literally just stating the actual facts. Um, right. And it's been a huge source of information for me throughout the quarantine. Uh because, yeah, because I feel like the news is kind of biased and the media is obviously biased as a whole. People on social media have very opinionated statements, but yours is very matter of factual and I really appreciate that. So, and, and a lot of it is information that maybe the media isn't publicizing. So it's right. been kind of like little known information, which I really appreciate. So, you know, for those listening and watching this, you should definitely follow, give your, your Facebook page a shout out so people know how to find you. Yes, Nurse Charms, all social media platforms on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. Nurse Charms, you see it right there on the screen. <laughs> Perfect. So, but all one word, like on Instagram, obviously, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you started your career as a nurse, obviously. You went to school for that. You're like, okay, I'm going to be a nurse, and, you know, got into that. At what point did you decide okay, I want to do something else. Like, I want to do something more. I want to become an entrepreneur. I want to do, I want to have my own business. I want to start. At what point did that kind of happen after? Um, well, growing up, I saw that my father, he is an engineer and he also owns a business. So, you know, I had the um, entrepreneur, through, you know, through my bloodstream, I guess I would say, you know, so I was destined, you know, I did the whole lemonade stand, you know, Girl Scout cookies, you know, all those kind of things that, you know, build you up to um, knowing what it's like, you know, to run a business, so to speak. So, um you know, I, I knew I wanted to do nursing, right? That was in my blood. Also, it's like I was born to be a nurse, um, you know, so I had to figure out, you know, how can I still practice healthcare, but run a business at the same time? Because, you know, being a registered nurse, you can't really, you know, run a run a business and see patients on your own. You have to work in collaboration with a physician or you know, be what they call a nurse practitioner. So I couldn't really own my own business as a nurse unless I did something like home care. And I really didn't want to do that, you know, just like a lot of liability with that. So um, I decided, and, and then I'm, I love health promotion. You know, I, I love to teach and educate and teach people what they need to do to, um, you know, stay healthy. So I'm like, massage, you know, I was like, oh, this is a no-brainer. And then my mom, she would always give me massages when I was a child, you know, just to kind of um, calm me down and help me sleep. So I knew what the therapeutic um, touch of massage was like as, as a child. So it was just kind of, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of random, I guess, you could say that about me. It was just like on a weekend one night, I was up late and I was just surfing on the internet and I was just looking up, um, you know, massage, like how much they make, you know, what type of programs are avail available and, you know, the steps that you need to take to become a massage therapist. And so then one day, you know, I just pursued it. I, I went to one of the schools, I spoke to, you know, an advisor and it was just like the rest was history. And so I was actually um, going to school for that in the evenings while I was at the hospital, you know, working as a nurse. And like I said, you know, I started off at the bedside, but I always say that I went through the food chain pretty quickly. Um, I got so many different pr promotions and like by the end of it, you know, I, I was like nursing supervisor. I was a manager. Like I, I've done it all. And the only thing about those type of positions, you know, um, 
they're not guaranteed. You know, once they start doing budget cuts, you know, they start eliminating management, you know, pretty quickly. So I kind of saw, saw the writing on the wall. So I was just like, and then I was, my massage business was really booming. You know, I had six therapists. So here I am at the hospital working. And then I got six therapists, you know, at my massage business working. And, you know, I'm on the phone trying to, you know, put out fires or just, you know, trying to manage them. And it was just becoming overwhelming. I was like, you know what? And, and then I could just see them doing budget cuts. So I was just like, you know what, now's the time just go full, full force with your massage business. So I did it. And, you know, here I am today still running my business. So, you know, wow. it's, a, it's a, I know. Yeah. So it's a huge blessing. Every time I think about it, I'm just like, wow, you know, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so the massage therapist and the nurse, they kind of align to me because it's health and wellness, but then you right. get into like radio hosting and hosting conversations, whether it's a podcast or Facebook live. When did you decide, have you always been really comfortable in front of the camera or public speaking? Or at some point, did you decide that you wanted to explore that? How did that come to be? Um, well, in high school, I took acting, right? So I was becoming comfortable, you know, I, I was comfortable with being in front of the camera, you know, that type of thing, you know, in high school as a, as a teenager. So um, it was just kind of in me, you know what I'm saying? I never knew, you know, I never would have known that, you know, wow, you'll be a radio co-host or, you know, you'll be producing TV shows, you'll have your own TV show, you know, I never thought about those things but of course I always had those aspirations in the back of my mind you know maybe one day you know but um I just got the opportunity so I just ran with it you know so I, I didn't have any training you know I'm not a journalist I never went to school for it um but you know it's one of those things that you can kind of learn quickly especially if you're used to public speaking you know when when I was working at the hospital I, I would speak teach you know do lectures and stuff like that so you know I knew how to public speak so you know and then I'm a good writer I'm just like a naturally born talented gifted writer so it's like you put those things together you know aside from not having an actual degree in that you know you pretty much have all the tools that you need you know in right. nursing school um I also I'm like literally three credits away from being a nurse practitioner. Like I had so much going on, girlfriend. Let me tell you. So here I am working at the at the hospital, you know, in my uh, leadership position, um, you know, going to school for massage therapy, you know, in the evenings, you know, managing my business. Then my mom ended up dying. Then in school, uh, then once I finished massage school, then started nurse practitioner, it was just like so much going on. And I finally just said, let me just run my business. And, and yeah, so that's how that all worked out. But so that, yeah. was, that was gonna be my next question. How did you juggle all of these different things? Like how, how was that process of, okay, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have all this going on? Um, well, I don't have any children and I've never been married. So, you know, that allows me to have, you know, more time. So from that standpoint, basically is just kind of staying organized in terms of keeping a schedule and, you know, keeping up with everything you have to do, meeting your deadlines and stuff. And so, you know, in your cell phone, you can just put all different types of alerts and stuff like, okay, you got to be here. You got to do this. You need to study for this paper. So that's how I'm very detail oriented. And like my cell phone is like loaded with 
thousands of appointments. <laughs> so that's how I stay organized. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this and let me know if it's too personal, but this is 30, 30 and thriving. So we had to touch on this a little bit, but the fact that you said, well, I'm not married. I don't have any children. Obviously you're a very educated, strong, independent, um, driven woman. So my question is kind of a two-part question. One, do you not have a husband and children because it's just never been something you aspired your whatever or do you do you feel like it's been a challenge for you finding a man who can keep up with a strong educated independent driven woman um probably a little bit of both but i've always been in a relationship like there's never been a time like if if i wasn't in a relationship is maybe just a couple months or whatever so really never had like any breathing space or whatever but um yeah sometimes it is a, a challenge you know in in dating for you know women who are like you said you know driven entrepreneurs because it's like that's my priority first you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so then you're trying to fit in a relationship and then that's when it gets that's when the challenge is coming you know people feel like they're being neglected you know you're trying to meet their needs but then you're trying to pursue your goals so i would just say you know when, when dating it's always good to meet somebody that's you know on the same playing field as you you know like these are my goals you know a b and c you know what are yours and you know how how do we um you know relate to each other so that we're supporting each other but you know still um balancing our time as you know with one another right okay Okay. So, um, <clears throat> what do you feel like when you, when you decided obviously on a whim to kind of get your massage therapy license, and then you decided to start a whole business off of it? What were some of the challenges you faced in starting that business? Like, did you know what you were doing? What type of research did you have to do? Like, how did it come from? Most people would just get their license and go work for somebody. What was the process like for you? Uh, well, like like I said, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. After I got my license, I worked for somebody like about three months. And then I was just seeing how much business I was getting. And I was just like, you know, let me just work for myself. So that didn't work for too long. So, you know, I left them and I just started my, you know, it was just about just having faith and just having, you know, just confidence. And yeah, I was, I self I'm self-taught, you know, I just learned a lot on my own research, talked to people, you know, I had a few mentors, um, but yeah, I just knew that I wanted to do my own thing. I am literally a boss. <laughs> when they say people are bossy, like, that's just like my personality. I, you know, I feel like I have one of those type A personalities, like I like to be in control, I like to be telling people what to do. I like to do things when I want to do them. So um, yeah, it's hard for you to really be um, an employee when you have that type of attitude. That's what, why I probably um, got all those leadership positions, you know, when I was when I was in nursing, because I, I stayed at the bedside for, let's see, I was two years, I started out, you know, from school, two years into the ICU, and then after that, I was um, on the rapid response team, so if any emergencies in the hospital, any codes, then, you know, I was the person that would go run to that emergency. Then from that, then I went into all leadership. So I was at the bedside, I would say about four years. Mm -hmm. And I've been a nurse, I'll just let you guys know, I've been a nurse for 18 years. So I was at the bedside for, and the, the rest were all leadership positions. So, um, 
so yeah so so that's just how it's been it's like um drawing all that experience you know from leadership it helped to propel me and help help to make me comfortable with running my own business you know i got a i got a hospital budget i got a, I got a unit budget you know so that kind of prepared me how to run my business budget you know how to hire I, I had to hire people i had to fire people you know when i when i was a nurse leader so i learned all of those skills you know um just how to conduct meetings you know um conferences and you know team building all of those different things i i learned from the hospital so it was a it was a good thing and you know i just felt like the time was right you know just take all your skills and do your own thing <laughs> for sure so you talked earlier about how because of covid you had to shut down the massage therapy and then you started keeping yourself busy by doing these facebook live talks how else has COVID affected you, your entrepreneurship, your business, and your life ultimately? Um, well, from my business, you're just be being closed down since March 15th. That's a long time. You know, here we are. It'll be June 1st in a couple of days. So, I mean, that is a long time to be closed. You know, the bills aren't closed. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have, uh, you know, my my land, lease to pay my landlord you know overhead now i have to buy all of this ppe stuff you know i was just in the store yesterday getting all my ppe stuff but i mean it's so many expenses that that are still ongoing so yes i've been <laughs> impacted by covid and, you know i i still have to market my business so there's expenses with that you know because i want to um you know let people know that you know we're preparing to reopen we're doing all these different things and then you know just marketing um you know my my um a facebook live you know that's a lot of that's a lot of work too so yes i've definitely been impacted by what you know. advice would you give to someone who is maybe you know, in a weird headspace right now because maybe they lost their job due to COVID or maybe they've been thinking about starting a business, but this has scared them from doing so because of the uncertainty. Do you have any advice for people trying to figure out what to do in this crazy time? Um, yeah, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, just start a business. It's good to start a business. I mean, I would not advise anybody starting a business just for the sake of starting a business and just for the sake of having income. When you start a business, you have to do something that you're really passionate about. You have to do something that you're really good. You have to, you know, solve solve a, a problem for, you know, your customers. So a lot of people, they say, okay, well, I'll start a business. And then, you know, they, cause I also do coaching. And so they're like, well, they're asking me, well, what kind of business is, I can't really answer that. I mean, I can answer it. You know, of course I'm going to be biased towards healthcare, you know, go into massage, you know, uh, be a, be a fitness person, you know, something to do with health. Of course, you know, I'm going to give some advice, you know, I'll say something like that, but you know, you have to really search inside yourself and know what it is that you like doing because there's going to be challenges like now with with this COVID, you know and and if you just went into this to make money then you know you're not going to come out successful so first search inside yourself and you know find out what it is that you need do market research that was another thing i had to do um you know like some of my market research included you know google because they give so many different analytics and you know i was finding out that um people are searching for like over 500 people a day are on in in 
just the Oakland County area. I'm not saying the whole United States just because my business is located in Oakland County. So I have found out that 500 people a day in Oakland County are Googling and searching um, for massage places. So, you know, that's a huge demand. That's a huge need. So um, that's the second thing, you know, after discovering what it is that you want to do, that you're passionate about, that you're great at doing, you know, um, the second thing is do a you know market analysis and and find out because you may be like well i'm good at this but there may not be a, a great demand and, and then you're stuck you know what i'm saying right so, so so yeah you have to do that and then do your after that then sit down and do a, you know some type of business plan um a lot of people don't do that you know just like fly by night boom we, we got this going they don't even have a um a website you know they don't they don't have the um tax ID number, you know, get a, get a coach or, or go online and search and find the information. I mean, you can go to the small business associate, uh, small business association website, you know, they give you all the tools, all the resources that you need to get started with your business. Um, and yeah, you, you got to follow those goal lines, um, guidelines. You want to have your stuff, you know, legit. And I mean, it's, it's a, it's a process, you know, I always tell people, they're like, well, you're the way you tell people, um, you're going to make them feel like they can't do it. No, that's not my intentions. I just want people to be realistic about this because it's hard. It's a lot of work, you know, and um, I kind of got into a disagreement with somebody a, a while back because they were saying, you're making it seem too hard. It's not that hard to start a business. Well, <laughs> do it your do it your way and, and just find out in the long run, because if your business isn't legit, then you're not going to be able to you know, get bank loans and, and grants and all of that stuff. Like you have to do your, your stuff legit. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So now that we've had this, this couple of months where, you know, the business has been shut down, obviously you're having a lot of really good conversations with entrepreneurs, people in healthcare, things like that. What is your takeaway? Like, what do you see for the future for yourself? you know, in the next year or five years, has anything changed? Has your mind changed about anything? Do you have any new passions or pursuits that you're going to be following? Um, I just want to continue to help people like, you know, whether it's knowledge, you know, whether it's, you know, in terms of, you know, the massage, you know, that's my goal. Like at the end of the day, I really get the satisfaction of somebody saying, you know, wow, you know, I got value from what you said, you know, I watch your broadcast and, you know, I learned so much, you know, that's what, that's what it's all about. You know, that's what makes me feel good. Um, even above, you know, my, my salary or, or income that I'm making, you know, just knowing that I made a difference in the life of someone else that provides me a lifetime of gratitude. And um, that's really what it's been about for me, you know what I'm saying? Because when I'm gone and, you know, my, I want my legacy to carry on. And when people talk about me, you know, I want them to say, you know, you know, she, wow, she was just always, you know, giving us the updates and, you know, teaching us. And she was always, you know, leading by example, you know, I want those type of things to be said about me. So, you know, you just got to go hard. You got to believe in yourself, you know, 
continue to have faith and just um just keep pushing forward it's going to be so many challenges but um don't let that beat you up or get you down you know have a circle of people who are like-minded you know that you can vent to if you need to or that you can draw inspiration from you know if you need to don't do the thing i swear i hate this when people just kind of you know just like beg you and stuff you know can you follow my page you know can you purchase my product don't do that just just put your stuff out there if people like it people value it they're gonna come to you you should never have to beg like if you i know you follow me and the main thing that you've been seeing is like i've just been really giving in information and educating like i don't even really push my business i have a whole facebook page for that and you know instagram and i push if you're following those pages yeah i push my business there but like on my personal page or on my you know nurse charms page like i'm not always just trying to you know sell to people sell 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 because people don't like that you know they want to see that you're you're genuine and just just let them come to you you know they'll come they'll see you out there they'll see what you're doing and then they'll just say you know wow you know you'll become an authority and a and an expert you know in your in your own right and then people will just come to you so you don't have to be so pushy pushy absolutely that's a turn off and i, I was having a conversation yesterday and the, this girl she said people buy people not products which yeah. i've said in 10 different ways but i've never said that exact phrase and i loved what that what she said like people buy people not products the fact that you know, I follow, I don't even know how I came across your page, but for whatever reason, I must have seen you commenting on something or seen something and was like, oh, like, let me, let me go check her out. And I did. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, but it's like, I, I, I like it. So I'm more likely to then, and when I need a massage, let me look her, let me see, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to want to go through you because I trust you. I, I, you know what I mean? And I think that like you said, people who have to beg for support, um, they turn a lot of people off and right. they are not taking the opportunity to really just kind of sell, I don't wanna say necessarily sell themselves, but that's kind of what it ultimately boils down to is what does your brand represent? What is your value? Um, things like that. If people align with them, if they love the energy, they love the values, things like that, they're more likely to do business with you. So right. I think that makes a lot of sense. Now I wanna ask you as someone who is in healthcare, and or has a healthcare background um what do you see for the future for us the world the you know the economy people um after covid do you see life returning to normal do you i see a lot of these precautions and provisions that businesses are having to put into place in order to open back up do you see them sticking around for a long time do you think they're temporary i mean what is your pro professional opinion on that well to be honest um all of the citizens are going to drive that because i mean as you see now some people are wearing masks some people aren't you know what i'm saying but that doesn't mean that COVID is going to go away we know that this is a very serious contagious virus you know so we we have to prepare our lives until you know people start taking vaccines if we get a vaccine that actually works you know we can have a vaccine but that doesn't mean that it's going to actually you know work and um 
you know, prevent us, help us to build up antibodies and prevent us from, you know, contracting the, the, vi the virus. So we just have to basically live our lives as COVID isn't going away until whenever it goes away, you know, whenever it's eradicated. If it does even er eradicate, you know, it may not, you know, so much we really don't know about this business. So I think that people should be prepared like online, like any type of business you can set up online because if we have to go into this lockdown posture again and, you know, businesses are shutting down then that's not going to be, you know, a good thing. It's like you've invested all of this money on a storefront and, you know, you're shutting down, but you're still having to pay, you know, your lease. So people need to start looking at that, you know, what can, what type of business can you start online, do do online sales. And speaking of online, I didn't even talk about my business, Pure Apparel. So let me just mention that right quick. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love to wear t-shirts, you know, I love to wear comfy t-shirts and I love to wear t you know, t-shirts are a form of expression. You know, you, you mm -hmm. see all different types of, like I, I got on one of my, um, it says trusting God all day, every day. You, you can't see it, but it's one of the um, t-shirts from my product line, Pure Apparel. You know, I, I have some t-shirts that just has, you know, the logo Pure Apparel on there. That's the brand name. But then I started, you know, coming up with different phrases or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so that's my other business that I have, you know, a t-shirt line because I, I started it because I just love wearing t-shirts. You know, it's comfy. You could just dress it up with a blazer you know you can just rock a t-shirt and jeans heels whatever you want to do and the same thing with men you know um they could rock a t-shirt however they want so you know i thought that that would be a good thing you know something affordable and you know just something in uh, another stream of income right and and i love fashion too that's another thing i never talked about when i was in high school um i worked at several retail stores so i learned a lot about you know fashion then so I just started right now. I just made it a, um, you know, t-shirt line for now. Who knows how I may expand it later, but that's my brand pure apparel. And, um, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm on Amazon. I'm privileged enough to get accepted into, um, their Amazon merch program. So that means that Amazon does everything. I just send them the artwork and they sell it. They, they make it, they ship oh, it wow. out. Yep, they do everything. So that's a huge, you know, blessing to not because at first I was having to take my my artwork to the printer, having them print it off, and then having to go to you know um, FedEx and and mail everything, and it was just overwhelming, you know. And then trying to run my massage business, I'm like, I can't do all of this, you know. Then radio hosting because I've been doing radio hosting for a long time too, so I'm just like, I can't do all this, so. I applied for the Amazon merch and, you know, I got accepted. So I was just so happy. So yeah, so they're managing all of my online sales. For those listening who don't, have never heard of Amazon merch before, can you explain a little bit about what that is and how you came to learn about it and go through the application process and kind of maybe like what makes you get approved versus denied? Um, right. Okay. So it's an invite only, um, a platform for merchants to sell you know their t-shirts it's, it's just t-shirts you can't do like jeans and all the stuff you could do t-shirts um i want to say you can do maybe hats i think it is sweatshirts yeah it's just it's just limited inventory but um you know nobody really knows how they accept people i guess it's just they look at your brand you know and, and they 
and, and they look at your website and, and marketing, your social media, you know, I mean, I guess it's like the same thing at how Facebook gives out their blue check marks, you know what I'm saying? So they just kind of decide. And sometimes it could take months, years to get in. Fortunately, I got in after a couple weeks. But yeah, it's, it's a very competitive process. You know, everybody can apply, but everybody doesn't get in. I just researched it. All my, like, I, I'm a big researcher. Like, I learned all those skills when I was in nursing school. So I was just online. Um, you know, it's dropship. Like I said, they, they do everything. Because the alternative is, you know, to go to, I think it's Etsy or, I don't know. There's so many different um, Shopify, there's so many different, um, you know, sites, but, but you can advertise your stuff, but still you have to send it out. And like I said, it was overwhelming to be trying to make this stuff and send it out. So I was just like, I don't want to do that. So I researched and I found Amazon merch and I applied and, you know, the rest is history, but, um, there's really no criteria. You just fill out the application and just, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Um, I mean, there's different YouTubes and stuff telling you you know what you have to do but to be honest it's nothing because there's there's one little part of the application where um you can fill in it's they give you maybe like a little small paragraph you can just fill in like you know, add anything to why they should pick you and so you know i just said some words in there there's some people saying well if you say this you'll you may have a better chance but i really don't think it it matters you know what i'm saying I, they just look at your brand so, so yeah that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's dope. So definitely research seems to be a big thing for you. Anyone yes. listening or watching <laughs> needs to take away that if you're curious, just Google it, like really dig into it. Or even maybe like reach out to people who are doing something, um, you know, maybe on your Facebook or whatever, just use your network for sure, right? I right, mean, yeah. have any other advice for people who are looking to start a business and they're just like, I don't know where to begin. I don't know what to do. Don't even know how to research or, or where to start. What, what would you tell them? Definitely get a coach. I mean, the coaching industry is so oversaturated right now. You can type that into Instagram. You could type it into Facebook, you know, Twitter. You'll find tons of people that come up that, that coach. Or you could just kind of ask. You could put a status, you know, you guys know any business coaches? You could put that, you know, on your Twitter, on your Facebook, whatever. Just put up a status and I'm sure people will start tagging people. But yeah, you want to get yourself a, a mentor. I mean, some of them are high, you know, <laughs> they charge a lot. And then some of them, you know, they charge more affordable prices and, you know, you just kind of do your research, you know, you should be able to Google this person. You should be able to, you know, find tons of things on the internet about them. You know, if they own a business, check their business reviews, you know, do those type of things before you, um, you hire a coach, you know, talk to people say, well, how many people have asked them? How many people have you coached? You know, um, how do I reach out to those people who you've coached? Where's the testimonies? You have to ask these questions. Otherwise you're just gonna, get took for your money because I have you know clients coming to me like that they're like oh my gosh I spent five thousand dollars on this person and she didn't do a thing or he didn't do a thing and you know that's very unfortunate because I I've never been one of those you know crooked dishonest type of people and and I totally despise seeing that so yeah just do your research and that will avoid it. So like I said, put up a status and ask. And then once you get some names, you know, definitely vet out those people. Just, just ask them, ask them about their 
track record and then go from there. Basically, you know, just kind of pray and, and select the best person. What are the metrics for success when it comes to coaching? Is it just that the person being coached feels like this was helpful for me or are there specific goals that you all set that the person needs or how, how do you measure success as a coach? Um, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, you should definitely have quantitative data. It, quantitative data it shouldn't just be qualitative it shouldn't because i mean if that's the case you can have tons of people saying oh you're the best thing in the world you know like like for me um i have massage therapists who have worked for me some i've even fired and have come back and said thank you for firing me because that was the best thing that ever happened because now i started my own you know because I'm, I'm, I'm tough, but I'm, t I'm tough because I want people to be the best that they can be. You know, I, I believe going above and beyond every last thing that I do. If you can't give it a hundred percent, then you are not the, the best person to be working for me. You know what I'm saying? You're probably not the best person to even be running your own stuff, you know, because people want you to deliver on your promise you know right. what i'm saying they, they come to your business they have a set expectation if you don't deliver then you know you're you're not who you're you're not who you're you're misrepresenting yourself so um i i just feel like um i'm sorry what did i got i got sidetracked what were you saying no you're what good um I was basically just asking what the metrics for success. Yeah. Yep. So, so just ask how, how many, you're a coach, how many people have started their own business, you know? Um, and, and where are these people that I can talk to, but they should have like all of that data. I mean, they may not be able to share names. I don't know. Cause that may be private unless the person, you know, agrees, you know, when you, after one, you're coaching them, you know, that's one of the things you can say, like, um, you know, is it okay if I use your name for marketing purposes or whatever? Um, but yeah, just just keep all that data. How how many people have started their own businesses? Um, if you're do, doing social media or something, you know, what is your reach? You know, your YouTube, you know, your social media. You should have all those metrics and data. So it should be something tangible, more than just somebody seeing like, oh, you were great. So yes, there's definitely metrics, in my opinion, or if it was somebody I'm going to hire, I want to see your metrics. I don't want to just read reviews. That's great. That's a part of it. But I want to know, like, how many people have actually, you know, done X, Y, and Z. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I think this has been really informative. Do you have anything else that you want to add or that you want the audience to know about you? Um, just follow my my social media pages um nurse charms like i said on all social media platforms um also have a website called nursecharms.com that's kind of catchy and easy to remember so call nursecharms.com um my business gold standard massage clinic we're not open now we're not even taking appointments now because we don't know when we're gonna open but still just you know follow us on all social media platforms you know just to keep updated you know facebook and um and Instagram gold standard massage clinic. And then if you need some gear, pure apparel, we're on, um, uh, we're on face, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're, we're on all of that pure, basically all social media platforms. You can find my businesses, gold standard massage clinic, nurse charms and pure apparel. That's it. This is a side question, but how do you keep up with all of them accounts? Girl, <laughs> 
I also manage, I, I, I manage about 10 social media accounts and it's, it's rough. So <laughs> three, of, three of them are, are my own and then the rest are, are other people's social media accounts. But um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I was just, actually, I was just doing that a few days ago. I, I just try, try to set them all up on schedule, on scheduled posts. So three times a day, you know, just plug it in. I, I do 8 a.m., 1 p.m., and 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's data that shows that people are on social media, you know, those times. But I also like, again, um, Google, they give you all the analytics so you can just base it on your website. Oh, I have three different websites. Let me see. GoldStandardMassageClinic.com, um, CarnersCharms.com, and it's MyPureApparel.com. My yeah. So, so um, Google Analytics, they'll show you all of that stuff. Um, they'll, they even tell you like the call volume and that's so cool. It could tell you, you know, the times of the day that your business is busiest, the most based on calls, um, in terms of people who are on your website. So that's how I kind of came up with, um, 8 AM, 1 PM and 8 PM. So, yep. I just go through it. But the even, even more difficult, challenging than that is coming up with content. You know, you have to have quality content. You have to have high quality photos. You have to have content you know you can't just throw anything out there so that's another challenge just getting the content and then posting it and being consistent so it's a challenge and, and that's why and that's why I try to teach people educate and inform people on these things when they're starting a business you know you, you start looking at all of these aspects of it it's more than just okay boom I have a business and I want all my friends to support me no, it's, it's more, it's a more, lot more than that, unless you're gonna, you know, hire off all these people, you know, your photographer, you need to stay in front of the public. So you need to have, you know, graphics and you, you and you need to have pictures and photos. So who's going to do your videography or your photos, you know, who's going to do your social media, you know, who's going to keep up with all your documents to make sure you're legit, you know, your, your finance, your accounting It's so many different things. And when I start telling people, it's like, Oh my gosh, it's so difficult. It's not, but just be realistic about it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's a challenge. So I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm very detail oriented and I'm very organized. So I just plan out, um, you know, my posting schedule and go from there. Okay. Yeah. I had to ask, cause I'm like, I manage other social accounts too, for different businesses and creating content for all of these different, it is so time consuming on top of doing all of these other things. So I'm like, do you, have, oh. do you do you no you're actually doing it for yours and else yeah so right yeah. oh i want to say i want to say one thing google trends is awesome too if you go like in terms of finding content if you if you just search literally google trends and then once you get on that website they have a search um you could type in something or it actually gives you like one through 20 all the trending topics you know so mm -hmm. that's some that's some content that you can use to you know, put out there and, you know, you always want to do something engaging. So what are your thoughts about this or describe this or how does this make you feel? Use that type of strategy. Don't just put out something because sure. people just keep scrolling. And don't just try to, like you said earlier, don't just try to push your business, push your business, push right. your business. You have to provide content for them. It has to be something that they can, that's for them, not for you, not for them to come and do business with you. But yeah, right. this has been great though. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. You're so wonderful. I appreciate you. I admire everything you're doing. So 
I know definitely people should, you know, keep up with you too. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm looking forward to after quarantine. I'm like the last October, we hosted the nine to thrive women's empowerment conference in Detroit. And hopefully we can do something like that again in the future. Obviously COVID is going to prevent that from happening. I know. I would love to have you a part in whatever. Yes. Empowerment stuff we do in the future. <laughs> yes. Awesome. I'm definitely down. Yes. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much again. You are welcome. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.